Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor, and my purpose in life is to encourage people to live positively through the many and varied challenges that life throws at us. You can find out more about this radio show at uh, journeytosuccessradio.com. And today I have two amazing friends of mine who are uh, on the call today. They're also contributors to an upcoming book called Journeys to Success, Empowering Stories Inspired by the Principles of Napoleon Hill. Uh, Therese, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone, please? Hi, Tom. I'm Therese Cote. I'm um, from Hamilton area. How are you tonight? I'm amazing. And for all of our worldwide listeners, Hamilton is near Toronto, where I live. Yes. Nice. And uh, Ed, introduce yourself. Yes, sir. Well, my name is Ed Lucy, and I am, uh, that is my better half. I just introduced herself. So right. I am I am a, uh, a resident, too, of Hamilton, and um, recently moved and living in uh, a new place with, with our, my lovely tribes. Amazing, amazing. Now, uh, you guys are also both fans of Napoleon Hill, and as a Napoleon Hill certified instructor, it would be really wrong of me not to ask you how you came about reading the book. Was there someone who introduced it to you, and did you read it a long time ago or recently? And uh, why don't you start with that, Ed, because I know you are a fan of the book. Oh, I'm more than a fan. I'm not as big a fan as you are, but <laughs> I'm a fan nonetheless. Uh, yeah, I I got the first exposure to the book. Uh, I, I believe I was the one that introduced it to Therese, but my, my very first exposure to Think and Grow Rich was actually back when uh, I got involved in a network marketing, little little network marketing company called Amway that you might have heard of before. Mm-hmm. At uh, around the age of, I believe it was about 21 or 22 at the time. And um, my sponsor was uh, a guy that cold contacted me and, and signed me up. And that's when I got my first taste of the uh, MLM world. And he handed me that book and told me to read it and try and find the secret that was buried inside of it. So as many people do, <laughs> well, as even the author does. And uh, I, I read it a few times and kind of got a little frustrated because nothing, nothing jumped out at me. 
couldn't figure out what the secret was. I did, of course, learn a lot of wonderful things for a, a young man just being exposed to those principles. And then, uh, you know, I, I stumbled along in Amway for a couple of years and, again, you know, had a great, great um, experience with personal development, self-development. Didn't do too much with the business itself. I really couldn't couldn't get a foothold and wasn't put in the activity that I needed to. But uh, I guess the next time would have been when I became a nerd, and I literally mean that. I uh, I got involved in an independent contractor opportunity, as you know, I'm an IT guy, and I decided to try my hand at being a a self-employed uh, techie working out of my car in 19 no sorry 2003 so i signed up to be a nerd i was running around fixing computer problems and and the uh kit that you got when you signed up as a nerd had a you know cell phones and business cards and lo and behold there was think and grow rich again in our business startup kit because the uh, ceo of that company is very forward thinking and he believes in the principles as well so i saw the book and said hey i've read that book before and once again, I read it two times and <laughs> could not find the secret. <laughs> so, you know, needless to say, I was getting a little bit frustrated with this, uh, this message that kept showing up in my life, but not able to, uh, you know, make uh, make heads or tails of it. Um, so, you know, it, it went on a shelf, and I don't think I referenced it again, although I was living by the principles. Uh, and then the third time was actually when I signed up with Organo Gold in 2010. And uh, there was the book again being promoted by our leadership and you know the wonderful partnership they have with the, uh, the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Mm-hmm. And I now believe that the you know the secret or what what I think the secret to me is is has been revealed to me. So I'm uh, nice. you know and then I met you, which was even better because that just brings it to a whole different level of course when you've got a close contact that lives eats sleeps and breathes the principle so I'm very tell us what do you think the that's... secret is because the secret has never really actually been revealed nobody knows the definitive answer for the secret but what did you find the secret to be well you know what for me and this is what i truly believe i think it's different for everybody i actually read right. the uh i actually read the book uh i think it was the What's the one, the the yellow one, that was also endorsed by Napoleon Hill Foundation? I think it's like the key to oh, the magic key to success, or... right? Yeah, yeah, something like um, that. I forget that one. The keys to success. Actually, I was just looking at it the other day. Other day. Yeah, and I, and I agreed with one of the authors. I don't think there is one standard secret. I think it's I think it's different for everybody. But I mean, for me, the the one thing that really popped out was that you know your 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 thoughts truly are things that with enough focus, desire, and energy, and and work can can manifest, can come to life. So, I mean, that, there's many of them for me personally, but that's one of the big ones that kind of really hit me between the eyes. So, um, right. yeah, you know, these thoughts are, they're, they're energy. They're actual living, breathing, well, not breathing, but living entities that, that are there. And, you know, the chair that we're sitting on was an idea in somebody's head. This house that I'm living in, it was, it, it was, a thought in somebody's head at one point. So, right. you know, it's, it's, you we can it. make our dreams true if we're, if we really believe right. that and put the effort and the work behind it. So, and we have like 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day. So we can choose our thoughts. We can pre choose our thoughts when tough times come. 
Or we can just let the world throw its thoughts at us, and that's not going to be a good thing. No, definitely not. Choose choose is a big thing for me. Choices is paramount to a lot of uh, a lot of stuff happening in your life. So, Amen. so Therese, why don't you tell Tom? Yeah. <laughs> you got introduced to the book. Well, it's no surprise that it was introduced to me by Ed. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> how could I not know about it? Um, right. I actually bought the um, Think and Grow Rich for Women. Um, oh, nice, by Sharon Lecter. Yes, and I think that's a very good read as well. Um, he kind of led me to that, actually. And, um, you know, to be honest, um, I think working as a nurse, I live by those principles without even right. knowing it. And all of the that's principles my whole apply take to on nursing. It. Right, exactly. All of the principles apply to nursing. And uh, for sure, going the extra mile, uh, purpose, applied faith, masterminding with yes. other nurses and doctors, they all tie into healthcare very, very well, don't they? Absolutely. And I didn't realize it at the time, but you know, it, it's uh, it makes a lot of sense. Even if you don't know who Napoleon Hill is, I think everyone lives by um, these principles in a different kind of way. Right. I recognize it through my work. Other people may recognize it in other ways. So. Right, and some people may reckon, may use or recognize three or four of the principles, and someone else may use three or four other principles as their focus mm-hmm. in life. So uh, can you tell me, uh, nurses are my favorite people. I've been in hospital 40 (laughs) times since the age of five. I've had four hips, four knees, and two shoulders replaced. And the people that gave me the most care in the 40 times in the hospital was nurses because a doctor will come by for like three minutes, like talk for three minutes and leave the room and you don't see him for another four days. But nurses are the ones I call, the ones that help me... (laughs) With emotional struggles, with talking oh, to yeah. me, with uh, helping with my health, and uh, what an amazing uh, career uh, I do see nowadays, though, that patients can be a little, maybe, I don't know, more demanding or not It can very be quite friendly. challenging, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So oh, talk about sure. your career in nursing, because that is a, an amazing yeah. career and a, my favorite profession. Well, that's nice of you, Tom. Um, I do work um, as a psychiatric nurse, so it's a very specialized area in nursing. Um, Why I chose that path was because I want to instill hope in other people who struggle with mental health issues. Um, I really strive to help um, reduce the stigma to uh, mental associated with mental health um th- a lot of people do need help and i hope people know that it is okay to ask for help mental health is no different than physical health and i'm very passionate about that um a lot of people suffer in silence with mental health so i'm hoping that i can help as many people and reach as many people as i can Right. And uh, 
I hope this doesn't get out too far, but here's one of the most positive people on the planet. But if you've been in pain 24-7 every second of your life for 47 years throughout your whole body, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible not to go through periods of depression. And oh, I've absolutely. gone through those periods of depression. I've led depression support groups at church. And it's not just something that when someone asks how you're doing that you just come out and say, oh, I am horribly depressed. And how are you? Yeah. And so it's something that people tend to hide. And boy, when I led the depression support group at church, there were people who showed up that I was like flabbergasted. Like, you're Mm -hmm. in a depression support group? Because I would (laughs) never have conceived that they would have had mental health challenges. And that's just one spectrum of mental health challenges. Yes, yes. It's quite challenging. So Mm -hmm. what is the nursing part of psychiatric uh, nursing? Uh, Mm -hmm. Is it the talking to someone or uh, physically treating them? What's special or different about that area of nursing? Well, mental health, you're doing a lot of assessment, a lot of health teaching, a lot of support. It is a lot of talking, a lot of interviewing, um, you know, with the patients, finding out, you know, really what's going on with them. And I find because I'm in a hospital setting, people get to know you over time. So they are more open to talk. They feel safe in that environment because they're not the only one there. Um, so it can take a while. Um, I find people may be a little resistive at first to admit that they need help or that there is something going on with them. But once they overcome that obstacle, then, um, we're able to work with them. We have a great team. We always work as a team. We're never working on our own. Um, so that we can provide the best treatment possible. And it is a long process and a lifelong process for the patient. So quite challenging. I know. And later on in the show, we'll talk about how you got into nursing because uh, you made a ginormous commitment. And uh, I believe I remember a time that was pretty hectic and stressful. So we can get into that later. Ed, Mm. let's get back to you. Uh, You've named yourself or given yourself the title of Samurai Warrior. Ooh, I like it. Uh, what does it mean, though? <laughs> what does it mean? Well, there's actually a little bit of a spin on that. It's, uh, I, I like to call myself a compassionate samurai. Oh, right, right. Compassionate. And that, that actually, yeah, that actually came from a, uh, a workshop that I was introduced to by a good friend of mine in uh, – well, I was going through some some tough times. It came at a very opportune time in my life. I had lost a job um, around early 2013, and uh, was working for a small company. They just decided to let me go. So I was uh, I was on a hunt for something else. You know, I was still looking for another IT job, but at the same time, I decided I was going to jump in pretty heavily and invest in my my own emotional well-being. So. Uh, I latched on to some very amazing personal development workshops, and the gentleman that started this whole company, um, he, you know, he talks a lot about being a compassionate samurai. And as you know, samurai lived by a very strict moral and ethical code. Um, it was honor above all else in their lives, 
and they lived with integrity and they guarded their character very very closely so that just very that just really resonated with me you know like i uh i went through a lot of work uh for about a good solid year and uh i I went into my first workshop and loved it so much that I went back again because once you enroll, you're actually a student for life in this program. And uh, after the second time, you know, I got a little bit more than I did the first time. And then by the third time, I decided, hey, you know what? I have an opportunity to uh, to support other people in this one of these events. So I helped staff an event. And then uh, I think I did a total of five, five of these, uh, pers- what we call personal mastery weekends over the course of almost a year and I just had some incredible incredible connections I mean I watched people make some big changes and step into their their you know a true authentic selves the the amazing uh, you know being that we can all be that God made us to be if we're willing to believe and set aside all the all the junk and what we call the sunglasses that we grow up with so uh, yeah I just really like that title and um, you know, in one of my one of my workshops, I was asked to make a mission statement, and it was very short and concise. But it was, uh, I live by the mantra that I am a confident, passionate, and peaceful man, and I got that up on my wall, and I see it all the time. So that's now, what that was means. It, uh, when you was it before you took the course? I know you've had some freaking tough challenge in the last few years that would have tested anybody's character and faith and if you're comfortable to share that that is part of your life and I think part of what these workshops have helped you work through and get to the other side and compared to how your life was two or three years ago versus today wow you went through a friggin tough time and you ended up on a very positive note didn't you yeah, absolutely. You know what? The the workshops were definitely paramount in helping me with that. I uh, my challenge started in 2010 when I was uh, you know wrongfully accused of of something that I didn't do and you know in trouble with the law for the first time in my life. So um, that started in 2010 and dragged out over uh, well, almost four and a half years. But the, the 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 really tough part of it, I think, was in the first I'm going to say two two and a half years. So. This workshop came came along at a very well. There's no such thing as accidents or coincidences, as you and I both know. So, it it came into my life at a time when I needed it, and it uh, it was like I said, it was in 2013. So, um, I was uh, you know I was charged and convicted with something, and then I immediately started the appeal process to clear my name because, as I said earlier, integrity and character are everything to me. So, I wasn't about to lay down and, and accept something that. I would not even think of doing so. Um, but, you know, wrapped up in all of that, I think the, the one thing that, I, well, one of the first things I took away from the workshop was just, just being able to forgive that person that, uh, that, that, you know, laid the charge. So I could I could hold on to that resentment forever if I wanted to, but, uh, you know, resentment is like drinking poison waiting for that other person to die. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. And uh, I just decided enough was enough, you know, like the, the damage was, was done for that part. All I could do moving forward was was work on, you know, work on, on clearing my name. So that's what I got to work doing. And uh, the, the, you know, the Personal Mastery Weekends and all those workshops I attended, they were, they were crucial in helping me, helping me get rid of that resentment, 
you know, allow the forgiveness in. And, um, you know, to, to the point where I actually invited that person out to one of the weekends and paid for, paid for part of her tuition to enroll. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty amazing. And I, I attribute a lot of the growth that I went through to these, to these personal mastery workshops. And I, I later went on to the next level, which, which was like, uh, they call it an advanced leadership course. So, um, you know, I was I was out of work, like I said, in 2013 and um, wanting to go to that workshop, but um, I, I really didn't have the money to go and I was really nervous about going over the border as well just because of the, uh, the legal challenges I had been going through. But, you know, they, uh, they, say, like they say in the book, when, when your mind's made up and the, and the focus of the decision is there, you'll, you'll find a way. That's literally what I did. I got enough support from from enough close friends and associates of mine that uh, I was able to pay for not only the course but my hotel, my my flight, and uh, the food money I needed. And I made it to a five day workshop in California where I got to meet. I call them Ed Lucy 2.0. <laughs> I really I really had some you know I had some some life changing moments in that. Uh, that five days, and I was touched immensely by. You call it whatever you want. I call it God, but I was I was touched yeah. by a spirit, and I had some some incredible things happen to me. Like I I asked the universe, God, before I left. I said, if I'm meant to be here, please let something happen that that significant happen that tells me that I'm supposed to be here. And those events came, and it was like bullet right between the eyes. You know, it was just. <laughs> It was incredible. I, I still get chill bumps now thinking about it because, uh, you know, when I was sitting in that room and the, and the first thing happened, it just it floored me and it uh, it really it really helped me believe more in myself. You know, I still have a long way to go, as as we all do, right. but it really helped me step up to the next level. And let's make it clear that uh, that court, when you appealed it, they were like, out of here. Congratulations. <laughs> That's all. None of it was true, and you are vindicated in the end, aren't you? You got it. Yeah, I stuck to my guns, and, and thankfully, due to the the amazing support of my family and my friends, especially my mom, I love. You know, I live by the mantra that Les Brown says: "All that I am, and I will ever hope to be, I owe to my mother." And mm-hmm. she was a single mom, and she was there by my side, and we 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 made it happen. I just lived with integrity. I. I went through the whole process, just sticking to my guns, and yeah, I just got the news, literally, I think, within the last two months, that four and a half years later, that my record has been cleared, all the charges are being dropped, or or overturned, actually, not dropped, and um, yeah, I couldn't be happier. I mean, it was just, you know, sticking it out, having faith, and uh, (laughs) being persistent, (laughs) Yep. So, um, yeah. That's amazing, amazing. Now, Therese, let's get back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you have a passion other than nursing, and I think it has to do with health and nutrition, isn't it? Or what is it uh, besides yeah. psychiatric nursing that is your, your real passion and purpose? Well, it's most important to be able to take really good care of myself to be able to do that job effectively. So other things um, I'm very passionate about, I have to say, though, first and foremost is always family. So any days that I have off, that I'm at home, I love spending with family. So that's my my medicine, if you want to say. Uh, 
Um, I really enjoy clean eating. I'm um, an independent consultant for Epicure, which um, allows me to do cooking classes to show people how to make good food real fast. Um, for people on the go, like myself, and working shifts, it can be challenging to try to create good meals all the time and not take a lot of time. Um, so I am a um, consultant for that. I We sell spices, cookware. There's a whole variety of things um, that you can buy through my website, actually. Um, what else? I also, I am taking a course right now um, to become a nutritional coach because I am a nurse already. I'm very involved with Epicure. I enjoy clean eating. Um, I enjoy going to the gym. So I'm hoping I can fuse all these skills all together and help even more people be the best that they can be. And it's it kind of ties in, you know, mental, physical, I want to uh, just focus on all areas of the being, you know, um, right. and help people in more than one way. So it's very exciting and um, it's fun. And um, I'm hoping I can really take off with all of this, get it all together and go. Well, amen. And I don't want to say it. I don't want my wife to hear me say it, but I think <laughs> that she would be interested in all those cooking utensils and all those things Epicure uh, sells. But I know I for love sure it. Both of I us absolutely love, love it. the spices. We love the spices. And I have maybe half a dozen friends who are uh, customers of Epicure and buy the spices and introduced us to it mm -hmm. a number of years ago. And boy, mm -hmm. we we just ordered some, and Kim was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get those. It'll be so great." You know, I'm not a chef, but I feel like one. It's that easy. Oh, you take that back. You you have chef skills. I can attest to that. <laughs> uh, we need pots and pans. You got pots and pans? Yes, we do. Okay, don't tell my wife. Spend <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> I guess she cooks, she cooks for me, so I guess I could let her buy those. It'll help uh, make our uh, food you a should, lot better. Tom, you should let her in on that. <laughs> yes, well, we've, recent, we've recently made the commitment ourselves to eat more vegetables, <laughs> eat less meat, eat cleaner sources of food. And yes. So we're gradually going through the learning process of, uh, mostly for her, mm -hmm. recipes, how to cook different foods and how to find different uh, vegetables. And so yes. kind of an interesting, uh, I guess when you get in your 50s, you're like, okay, we should start paying attention <laughs> to this now. And so that, that you'll have yourself a big audience with Epicure. And to be a nutritional mm -hmm. coach, boy, people need that so, so badly because really yes. most people don't have any education on that other than the food groups, uh, whatever Health Canada tells us as our food groups, but you need way yes. more than that to eat well. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, you're just healthier overall. You right. can't go wrong cooking your own food because you know what's in it. You know exactly what you're putting in it. So um, if more people can start doing that, then we'll have healthier people. Exactly. I might not exactly. be a nurse very long after. But <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. That's a bigger, 
It's your purpose and your passion and what you love to do, and it serves other people. So as Zig Ziglar says, if you serve enough other people, uh, you can get everything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And that would certainly be an amazing area where you could help people get what they want and in return get what you want. So I'm looking forward to uh, when you graduate uh, from that and you can uh, help Kim and I uh, with our uh, nutritional uh, coaching. Absolutely. All right, Ed. Now, uh, you had a question uh, you had uh, asked me to talk about, and it was what advice would you give people that are looking for uh, change both emotionally and physically? Well, you know, first off, like that's, I think that's one of the things that actually, uh, well, one of the one of the many things that attracted me to Terrize is that we were on the same page about uh, about physical fitness and eating and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just in summary, you know, a lot of people a lot of people use time as an excuse that oh, you know, I can't exercise, I don't have time, or I, I have a very good friend who's a personal trainer and and he's actually got a book called Five Minute, I think it's called Five Minute Fitness, and in it in it he shows you quick, you know, stand-up exercises that you can do that will make a difference over the long haul. And, um, you know, even myself, like I, I started fooling myself, you know, I fell off the bandwagon a little bit and thought, oh, I don't have time to the gym, go to the gym. Well, you don't necessarily have to go to the gym even to squeeze in, you know, like 10, 15, 20 minutes of, of things in any day. Uh, it's it's little things, right? It's just like uh, taking the stairs versus the elevator and escalator. Um, you know, I just got back from a, a stay in Colorado. I was in a hotel. I was on the ninth floor. And the first day, I caught myself taking the elevator, and I thought, wait a second, you know, why nine flights of stairs isn't that bad? I mean, I've climbed the flipping CN Tower before, so I'm a huge advocate for doing stairs. Here, where we live in my city, we're, we're fortunate enough to have four or five sets of stairs anywhere from 250 to 500 that go from the bottom of the mountain up to the top of the escarpment. So, you know, that kind of stuff makes a huge difference in in big muscle groups that can impact your whole body. Believe it or not, Tom, do you know what the largest muscle in the body is? Uh, Your femur, isn't it? Or uh, not the femur, but... Not bone, your muscle. uh, Yeah, your thigh muscle? your Your gluteus maximus is your biggest muscle in your body. Your butt? Your butt. Your butt. Your butt is the biggest oh, muscle wow. in your body. Hey. So, you know, do, doing stairs, not only can it help work your cardio, but if you're, you know, if, you, if you're able to, like, take them two at a time, for example, you're basically doing a lunge. And you're working your legs, you're working your butt, you're working your calves. Like, that's when you impact a large amount of muscles at one time, that has an overall conditioning effect on the whole body. It, it right. you know works your internal organs. It gets your heart pumping. It, it starts moving the blood around, and you know you'd be amazed. Like I I'm I can do things as simple as you know sets of stairs two or three times a week, and maybe four or five sets of push-ups mixed in with those stairs, and I I can see the change in myself within days. It's it's crazy. So you know like it doesn't take any more than maybe 20 minutes a day to to either maintain or or get yourself fit if you're willing to make that small amount of investment so um you know like I'll, I'll 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 I had a contest at work with one of the girls that I work with I decided you know what we're going to I'm going to get her doing push-ups so this is going to sound funny and I'll I'll preface it by saying that I was putting things on the floor but every time I went into the washroom at work to to use the facilities I would put some paper on the floor or drop down and do sets of 25, 30 push-ups. 
and we started a competition, and I actually got got her on board, and she worked up from being able to do barely five push-ups up to twenty. And that kind of exercise works for triceps, your shoulders, your chest, great upper body conditioning exercise. So. But yeah, you know, it's it's that kind of stuff and, and little things like you know, eating healthy fats. Believe it or not, butter is good for you when it's used properly. Woohoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everything's better with butter and cream, you know. Uh, is maple syrup good for me too? <laughs> uh, in small doses, yeah. But you know, coconut oil. Coconut oil is amazing. I, I right. put it in my coffee. I actually put coconut oil in my healthy organo gold coffee and I get the double whammy or triple whammy because I drink it with alkaline water. So um wow. and that's another you know, that's another topic in itself. Alkaline water. People are chronically dehydrated for the most part and they don't realize it until they start drinking enough water and then seeing the changes in their body. Like your body is literally seventy percent water. You need you need to get that liquid in there, and not only do you need to get it in there, but it has to be from a good source. And I found this alkaline water to just be amazing. It's it absorbs fast. It's uh, it's it's alkaline, so it stops you from being acidic. And as you know, acid is a, is a big cause for a lot of uh, a lot of uh, trouble in the body. Right. And uh, yeah, you know, avocados, nuts, things you can snack on. It's just all this stuff makes a difference. So that's that's from the physical side. And the emotional side is. is basically just some of the stuff that we touched on already you know like people people will invest in a stock stock market they'll invest in a house but what are you investing in you you i like right. to call it you ink what how much money are you spending on yourself every year like you know how many books have you read and i hear this from you time and time and time again right the average person just needs to read you know 10 pages a day to go through something like 20 to 30 books in a year and it's, right. it's amazing amazing what that stuff can do for your mindset just who are you hanging around get around some positive people you know broke unfortunately broke people can't help broke people so you know get into some networking groups uh toastmasters um whatever it might be right uh yeah i had an exposure to toastmasters when i worked for a bank of montreal and it was incredible you know it's great for confidence building sure Um, sure books like thinking uh, rich so I want to talk about uh, Napoleon Hill. Uh, one of his success principles is uh, learning from adversity and defeat. And it says in there that in every uh, problem or adversity, there is the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. And after four years of that legal battle, which was, I would say it would be enormously difficult for anyone to go through, then you meet Therese. It's like, I think that may be the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. And <laughs> oh, how did that so- guy's work? How did that guy work for you guys? And then also <laughs> to follow that up, uh, Napoleon Hill mentioned numerous times that the best mastermind group is between husband and wife. What? Henry Ford and his wife, Thomas Edison and his wife. And so, how did you guys? Uh, meet because this seems to be, as I said, the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. And how has it been to have uh, a partner who is really part of your mastermind group, helping each other with their purpose and their passion and their goals? Mm-hmm. I'll let Tri's answer that one. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, <clears throat> well, I was I was pretty. Um, 
let's say, self-sufficient for some time. I program myself to believe, oh, I can just take care of myself. I don't really need anybody. I was okay being alone um, until uh, my father um, became sick and um, he had cancer and he died rather quickly and I was there with him and um, it was very tough. And, you know, I was listening to some wise advice from dad uh, before he passed on and um, it really got me thinking you know, it's one thing to appreciate being with yourself, but I needed to open myself to be with other people, allow myself to let people in. And once I allowed myself to do that, everything just happened. It was so amazing because it was at the perfect time, perfect place, um, I knew instantly that this is where I was meant to be. So in a nutshell, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a, an eye-opening experience for me and uh, an epiphany, if you want to call, but pretty amazing. You're, you're speaking my language because for a year, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got married. Uh, or my wife calls it handy capable. And I was very <laughs> proud of how independent I was. I didn't need help despite my many health challenges. But now, after being married seven years, mm-hmm. I let her help me. There are things I need help with that people <laughs> wouldn't even realize. Putting on socks, sometimes it's hard for me to put on shirts or jackets or sweaters. Uh, it's yes. difficult for a lot of things in my daily life that I used to be so proud of being able to do by myself, and now I have someone to help me with it, and I don't even have to ask. Now she can see ahead of time, mm-hmm. ooh, that's going to be a problem. I'm going to give him a hand with that. And it's like, wow, this is way better than being <laughs> independent, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I always thought nurses don't need help. We have to do everything, right? We task everything. We we wear more than one hat, you know, and that's been my mentality all the time. I help other people. People don't help me, right? Right. So I had to kind of let that go a little bit, and uh, my dad led me there, I'll tell you, (laughs) because my dad and mom were split up, and I was the one at his bedside when he was dying, and I'm looking at him thinking, dad is here alone, like there's me and my son there with him, and... He's telling me, you know, that I deserve happiness and I should welcome it, right? So I tell you, my dad, he he led me to Ed. That's what I believe. Amen. And Ed, on (laughs) your side, side, Ed, uh, you went through a pretty nasty divorce, very unpleasant. Um, Mm -hmm. And often when people go through a nasty, unpleasant divorce... The last thing on their mind is, oh, I got to find another woman to go, maybe go through this again. <laughs> uh, so, were you thinking, or uh, thoughts are things? Were you thinking, okay, now it's time to find someone that really, truly fits my purpose, goals, and plans, and and who I am? Oh yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't jaded in the slightest. I knew there was somebody out there for me, um, and and you know what? Oddly enough, like. It, <laughs> 
we, you know, we, we learn about written goals and how powerful they are. And I still fool myself with this to this day. I don't do enough of it yet, but, uh, you know, I think it was about six months prior to meeting to rise. I don't know what happened, but I, I sat down one day and I just decided I was going to write out the description of the ideal woman that I wanted. I still have the, the, the piece of paper. I still have the book in front of me and I still have the date that I did it. And everything I wrote down in that paragraph showed up in her wow. <laughs> basically six months wow. later. So I, I, I really need to sit down and start writing more things out. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. True story, Tom. True story. Wow. That's, I've that's seen a, it. That's proof of thoughts are things. Like you really thought it out. And then when you when you get that clear on what you want, your subconscious just goes out from your body and it's like, hmm, this guy seems really clear on this. I better go out and find this for him. And <laughs> somehow God and your subconscious work together to bring events to happen that afterwards you're like, wow, how did that happen? Yeah, right. It was like getting down to California. I didn't, I didn't think I could do it. But when I, I finally got pushed enough to where I, I made the decision and I drew that line on the sand. And when I put my verbal commitment out to the team and to the universe, there was, there was just no looking back. I, I had said a couple times prior to, yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I want to go. I'm going to try for this date. But it wasn't until I actually sat down and said, you know what? Burn the, burn the freaking boats. I am going. Come heck or high water. And it was incredible. Like. Within 24 hours, I had I had a thousand dollars already created and coming to me, and once that once that juggernaut started, it was just you know the rest was history. It was a done deal. I I booked my flight without even having full full payment available. I made hotel reservations like just by me like networking with people I hadn't even met yet that were going to the same course. So I literally slept in a, a hotel room with uh, three other strangers, but we became the best of friends and had an, had an incredible experience. So, you know, that when, when that laser like focus is, is set and the decisions made, forget about it. It's, it's a done deal. Right. And it was right. the same did thing you, with Tri. Yeah. Did you read that chapter <laughs> or that thing that he wrote uh, afterwards as he showed it to you? The one about me, the description yeah. of his ideal one. Yes. Right. I've read it. So it's very real. Wow. Wow. Yes, it's dated right. as well. So it was way before he saw ever laid eyes on me. Wow, that could be a Pretty secret amazing. for people who are looking for someone. Decide mm-hmm. who it is, what you want, what you're seeking, and God and your subconscious will uh, find it for you. And actually, you know, it's funny. I can't even take credit for for how I did it. I, I actually... I was fixing a computer for a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name, but um, and I, I stumbled across a letter that he wrote to his future wife, and I, and I thought, you know what? That's an amazing idea. That sounds like that, there's got to be some merit to this. There has to be something to this, right? And he ended up finding his his soulmate as well, too. So I thought, hey, if it can work for him, it can work for me. <laughs> so I sat down and I wrote it out. It wasn't as long as his, mind you, but I was very very concise about what I wanted. What I wanted. I wanted. And there she is. You know, she just, you know, she just made the whole, (laughs) the whole last four years more than worthwhile. And, uh, you know, when you, when you have support, when you have family, when you have friends, you, everything else is taken care of. It's uh, like, like Tri said, she's, uh, you know, family's everything to her. She is, she's been an amazing partner to me. She's an amazing 
um, stepmommy to my boys. Uh, I couldn't ask for for a better mate. So I'm blessed Amen. and highly mm-hmm. highly favored. Amen. Blessed <laughs> and highly favored for sure. And uh, it is just another proof that when you're going through adversity and defeats, like just keep going because somehow, somewhere, some how, uh, some time. Uh, the benefit of uh, an equivalent or greater benefit is going to show up. And uh, um, your story is exactly that, like four years of hell to find heaven in the end. You got it. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow. Well, uh, You just have to believe. Have to believe, have to have faith, have to be clear about what you want, and then it all comes to pass. Thoughts are things, and Ned put those thoughts on paper, and look what happened. <laughs> so, yeah, you better put the thoughts down for the Ferrari, or I saw a very nice Porsche. car. You <laughs> Porsche. Oh, okay. oh, Get this right. Nice. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, yeah. it's been uh, fun talking to you guys. I know uh, we're going to be Epicure customers not only for the spices but uh maybe for christmas i guess it's wrong to give pots and pans for christmas but uh maybe kim can just buy them herself and uh when you're a nutritional coach uh i believe that that sounds like your passion and your purpose and what you love and when you can combine it with you know helping people stay fit and eating properly and looking after their lives um that may be as beneficial uh, and more purposeful to you than psychiatric nursing, although that's uh, an enormously helpful and needed field as well. Oh, absolutely. I love nursing, um, but I know I can offer more to people. There's still more. I always strive to do more for others. And I'm I'm just thinking outside the box, outside of mental health, and, and in a backwards kind of way, it's therapeutic for me as well. Right. So I'm not always surrounded with mental health issues it keeps me balanced so i'm still nursing i'm still helping people but in a um i don't want to say more positive way (laughs) but um yeah i'm i'm i want to reach as many different spectrums as i can so that's very rewarding for me and that will happen and uh, i think pretty soon you'll be uh, self-employed and uh, have uh, it. left nursing and loving it. <laughs> and, uh, and, oh, yeah. Uh, so I think you will be in that course soon and uh, you'll be driving to your nutritional uh, coaching classes uh, and seminars uh, <laughs> in style. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll let Ed drive it. Life is good, too. Tom. Life is good. <laughs> oh. You already said maybe 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 you'll let Ed drive it once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, thanks for being on the show today, guys. Your your lives and the two of you being together is there's a lot of success principles just in how that came to be. And Ed, I know your story from the last four years, and I cannot say how I would have gone through that myself. Uh, one of the ultimate challenges, um, going through court for things you didn't do and, and being vindicated in the end, um, it's amazing how you upheld your character and you were able to even improve yourself through the process. So thanks so much, guys. It's been a lot of fun. 
and pretty cool mm-hmm. when you can interview friends. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much, Tom. Have a great night. Take care. Yeah, you Thank you, Tom. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.